As always on this program, you know we're going to get to know these people. We know they can sing, so they've got, you know, a good voice. But that doesn't mean they've got character or story. So we always get them to sit down, corner them, <laughs> and then we ask them everything we want to know, you know, and they can't back out. So today, our victim for the day would be Lo van den Neffer. Hello, Lo. How are you doing? Hello, Janine. I'm doing fine, thank you. And uh, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, <laughs> we need to find out who you are as a person. If you had to introduce yourself to someone who's never met you before, has got no inkling, and they need to find out who is Lo van den Neffer, what would you say? Yes, it's a, it's a difficult one. Uh, I believe I, I don't um, usually talk about myself in that sense, but no, um, as a joke, uh, I always say to people, I'm, I'm a little bit of an introvert, but um, I'm not really because um, <laughs> I, I, I like people in the other sense. I'm born in the Northern Cape. So I, I hope that says enough. Um, we are, we are good, the, the good people there that it's always hungry to have people around them and everything. My folks still reside there. Been fortunate enough. Uh, my, my dad was a farmer. Uh, just outside of Springbok and um, yeah with the drought uh, uh, circumstances back in the 80s uh, he was forced to obviously get like a, the apprenticeship for boilermaker or welding so we ended up in a small town in uh, Transvaal and then uh, I matriculated uh, in the Transvaal and then obviously residing in Pretoria area where I'm still living today um, I did all my studying and everything here so Greek was a supporter fan rugby wise and a blue bull so uh, that's that's basically my my story and yeah I started started my music um, career basically uh when when I was young at a young age um you know in high school level I uh, always wanted to play the guitar you know the campfire vibes impress uh, a certain someone and uh, yeah he started with one song and one song turned to two songs and uh, it was just uh, actually a, a fun thing and um then I wrote a, a song and I just did it for Basically, for for the fun, I just wanted to actually have uh, had a friend in uh, Ermelo, um who had a recording studio, and um, yeah, we we just always stuffed played around inside the studio, and um, I sang a song, and then um, what I didn't know is there was a few famous names in the room as well that came to visit on that weekend, and and I heard it um, what I did, and they <laughs> basically. Uh, Said, hey, dude, you, you need to keep on keeping on. You've got the vocals, you've got the voice. And yeah, reluctantly, I said, um, I will do it. So I, uh, I started my singing career about 12, 13 years ago and, um, doing it on my own steam, uh, not signed by any labels whatsoever. So write most of my own songs, um, with the latest album now. I basically, um, I got some friends into to co write, um, and write with me. Um, on some of the songs, uh, trying a different approach or a brand to create a, some sort of a brand. But um, I believe in my music and I believe it tells a story. And, it, and I think it's um, my way of expressing my concerns or my passions in, in life. I think that music is the best way to express yourself uh, when there's like the drought farmers in the country that needs assistance or, you know, um, kind of vibe. You know? So my music must tell a story. That's That's the main thing. I can see, obviously, with with a dad who was a farmer, that you know exactly what goes on on a farm. And someone once told me um, that if there's someone in this country who knows how to be dependent on the Lord and submitted to Him, it would be a farmer who can do nothing about rain. There's nothing you can do. It's God or it's nothing. <laughs> um, so, so tell me about this, your walk with Jesus. Because now I'm wondering, your song that you released specifically says that we do trust in Him as the farmers, but they can't trust in someone they don't know. So how do you know him? 
Well, yeah, I'm brought up in a really conservative family. My parents are the biggest living example of, um, you know, us children uh, being taught in the Christianity side. We are really um, religious family, close to God kind of family. My relationship, I always believe once it's difficult to say um, how your relationship is with with um, the Lord. Yeah, I believe each person has got their own unique relationship with the, with the Lord. Um, um, but yeah, like I said, religious on, on, on the knees, um, thankful and, and humble for, for, um, the talents that he's given me, um, especially for, you know, in my music career. I mean, we can't do anything without him. Um, and that's, that's really important. And that's why I incorporate a lot of uh, kind of hope, inspirational items. Um, you know, like the lyrics say in, in one of my songs also, you know, you know where help comes from and you know you'll and that's where that religious farmer you will will find him on his knees you know yeah. being it, it's, it's such a good industry to be in i think farming and and it's such a good um um it's, it's a good business but it's the most unpredictable in the world i mean you you like you said the weather impacts everything and so slowly that's where the relationship with god comes into play where you have to be on your knees you have to constantly um keep on keeping on um get these blessings um and i think um that that is amazing to see miracles happen in any case with uh, you know especially in the drought taking a, a COVID period there was a, a drought period just before that um you know uh, everybody prayed for for rain and um last year um and the beginning of this year where i when i started uh, the one music video um the farmers literally started praying to, for the rain to stop and and not to be unthankful mm. It's just the, the wrong timing <laughs> because, I mean, if you look at the fields, if you look at the cornfields and, and everything is you don't want too much rain on those fields. Um, so I always, I always say um, you can't have your, your bread buttered on both ends. Um, but um, it, it's just nice to see that the rain came, you know, the promises came. Uh, I mean, it's there um, and, and it came in abundance. Um, that's what I wanted to say. So, so um, most of, most of the, Farming communities, I, I believe this season will have a great, great season, um, which I'm thankful for, um, you know, on their behalf as well. Yeah, I'm thinking by myself, in South Africa, you've got the two kinds of Christians, because obviously it's been our culture forever. Everyone's a Christian. You're born a Christian. That, that doesn't mean you actually know or like Jesus even. <laughs> but that the, our circumstances in the country has sort of sifted the lot who just said they were Christian because culturally that's the right answer. It's like your TV license. It's the right thing to do. Um, but then <laughs> life started happening. Our systems, ESCOM, the, we keep feeling done in in this country. And then what happens is uh, as Christians, the ones who actually followed God for God, um, got more passionate. And the ones who just did it because the parents did it, they're angry at God at this moment because why is he not stopping all of this corruption and these, you know, the dishonesty and, and all of that? So have you had discussions, especially with the artists? The artists are very down to earth when it comes to these discussions behind the scenes, behind the curtains, before they go on stage. They've got interesting conversations there. Um, what's the feeling when, when you speak to people about the country and, everything, and God's place in it all? Well, I don't think the discussions happen that much, um, to be quite honest, um, evolving or involving religion, um, per se, because, um, 
for, from my end, um, I mean, to, to approach somebody, just the notion of approaching somebody, hey, um, is, 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 is actually something that you, you, you touch, um, you know, inside myself because you usually get resistance from people when you, when you start talking about, um, you know, religion aspects. They're really sensitive, as you said about it. Um, but you do know with whom you can discuss, have these discussions. Um, um, I, I usually, I usually see it. Um, I know there's a couple of artists uh, and bands that before they show, they will, they will form a circle and pray. Um, you know, it's amazing to see that. And, and also, um, these are, there's, there's people, like I said, it's a personal relationship that you've got with God. Um, I mean, nobody's an angel. We are all sinners. Uh, everybody um, has got their own personal relationship, and I believe in um, everything that, of the truth, absolute truth that's in the Bible. Um, so I, I want to say, in one sense, it's um, for me, people must must read the Bible or at least trust in the, in the Word of God more than you know the, in the Word of man. So we can be the disciples or preaching and talking about religion to, let's say, for instance, other artists. But for me, it's it's all that. Something needs to come from your own, your inner self. Um, your, yeah, it has to come from yourself to have that relationship with God. I mean, uh, people can say, "Yeah, I'm a Christian," but at the end of the day, they you know, they don't they don't read the Bible, they don't go to church, they don't do anything. And 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 only in, as you know, going to church alone doesn't make you Christian. Yeah. I, I just think it makes the most of the sinners feel a lot better. Yeah, you know, going to church on Sunday, they heard something inspirational, then they start the new week. Um, of sinning, you know, if you put it like that. But for, for, for me, it's, 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 um, I don't like to talk about it personally myself because, like I said, I'm my, my unique relationship with God is between me and him. Mm. Um, my wife's relationship with, um, with God is between her and God. We, we motivate each other in our relationships with, with God. Um, I've been fortunate to, to have a son, a new addition to the family. He's about 14 months old and, and obviously the mind, the paradigm shift that, you know, from, you know, we need to guide and teach him, you know, to be uh, growing up in, 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 in the, the path of, of, of God as well. Mm. Exactly. So that, that changes any parent's mindset on, you know, you know yourself, you know, um, I'm not a little angel. <clears throat> He's not going to, and Vianna's not going to be a little angel as well. Um, he's already started walking, so <laughs> as you can imagine, he's, he's still in the mischief, um, learning, um, you know, sponging in everything. But, but I mean, I think nobody's got a crystal ball at the end to, to, to predict the future, how it will be. Um, when, when will the end times be here? What, I mean, we can, we can all not be here tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, we don't have that. I just believe that you have to live your life in such a way that if that tomorrow comes, that you're ready. Um, I think for the, for the time that's, ready to go to the right place yeah 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 i'm just wondering because this is a trust thing isn't it i mean if christianity is a culture thing then god's job is to make sure that you've got enough to live on every day and that you're fine pretty much and you go to him and when he does well at his job then everything is fine um, but now the hollowness of our Christianity has been exposed because now when stuff goes really, really south, when it goes wrong in this country um, and God is not jumping to our desires and fulfilling our wishes. You know, he's, there, there are people who are in dire circumstances staying or when the rain doesn't come, you know, or when you don't get the job that you were looking for, or you don't get a job at all. And suddenly all those little rhymes we used to say and praise God for the good times. 
we suddenly have to start praising him in the bad times. It's like our whole Christianity has been rocked. And I want to know why you still believe when stuff doesn't go right. Uh, that's a good point. Um, I believe that most of the people acting this way, or I'm, I'm not burning anybody, and I'm, we are not placed on earth to judge, so I'm not judgmental at all. But I think it's also about the educational part of it, you know, whose parents coach their children about the Lord's way and everything. If they read the Bible, they would understand, um, you know, what the correct right and wrongs are. And I mean, the Bible basically tells you that in your times of depression and downtimes, those are actually times that you have to turn to the Lord even more than putting all the blame to the Lord. And it does happen and you're quite dead right. Um, it's like a company and management problem. We've got a problem with some things and we blame management on it. Yeah, you, you need to pay us more salary or you need to, it's the same concept that you can apply to it. Disappointment will face everybody every day. You'll have disappointment. You can't, you have to blame somebody, but you can't blame God about it because I mean, certain decisions and certain choices in life was your own. There's opportunities being given. I mean, selfishness, to pray now, to be a good Christian, for instance, to pray for three weeks to say, Lord, please give me this job. I really need this because it's double my salary. Um, is that is that because you're after the finance or is that because you really want a job because you can, you can uh, do better work for the Lord during that work or that job? What is the, the reasoning behind you wanting to have that job, <laughs> if you will? And then you don't get it, and then you say, ah, I prayed for three weeks, and you, were, you weren't here. And, and, and that's not Christianity. That's not a relationship with God. You can't, you can't just have – it's not like a cell phone communication line where you phone him where you need or where you are in trouble, whatever the case might be. Yeah. It's not a, like a SMS that you can send, hey, please you know, come and help me to change my, my wheel. <laughs> I need it now. <laughs> um, and that's what the people think it is, uh, or in my perception, most of the people, and, and I believe that people might not like what I'm saying, but you can't your brother all the time to get to the So, on the end of the day, you have to deal with God from so hard that you can't use this telephone line. So, you can't even as you know it is. Like an ordering service. Yes, it's a constant relationship on a daily basis. Your personal relationship, nobody knows about it. That is where the intenseness is of, of your relationship with God. And that's where miracles happen. Not on the corners of the streets and to let everybody know, oh, I'm this good Christian or whatever. That's my perception on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I support a lot of churches. I support a lot of charities uh, in my life. But I stopped going to certain churches. Um, I just stopped going there. Because it started for me, in my in my opinion, as as my experience in those kind of you know setups or churches, as only a financial driven kind of scenario. So I decided to give my tenth of my income, or what do you call it, uh, my contribution, in different ways to for Christian for 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 projects like for. Um, missionaries or a certain places as well. Mm-hmm. So I do support them. Um, I do a lot of, you know, work for them. I, I basically roll up the sleeves and can help wherever I'm, I can help. And that for me is the same thing as going to a church building and, and it all goes about, hey, how much money did you give for the church this month? And, and, and please, people, don't, don't get me wrong. This was my experience about this. Um, there's great churches there. Um, I, I like, enjoy going to some of the, the churches, um, the new modern ones. I think they, they've, they've shifted up a lot more energy, um, you know, with a live band and everything. I love it. I really think it's a good way also to get the younger audience involved. 
um, because I mean, literally, um, if I look back and I look at the youth growing up today versus our times or eras that I grew up in, yeah. it's, it's totally different. You can't have a comparison. So yeah, we we've got to get to your song. I was just thinking to myself when I grew up. That term that you used, that your your relationship with God is personal, was something that was said at that stage to basically say, back off, don't talk about Christianity. I don't want to talk about Christianity, but it never got personal. It was never behind closed doors. Personal didn't mean that I actually had a personal relationship with God. It just meant that it's something that I don't talk about publicly because I actually have nothing to say because there is nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, too. I, I don't, I don't mind talking um, about my Christianity and, and Christianity in general. I just don't want it to be. I don't want to get involved in a judgmental kind yeah. of um, story. That's why I said, you know, for me, I've got a great relationship with God. Um, like I said, I'm still a sinner. I, it's, it's the most difficult thing. It's so easy, for instance, to drive in the traffic, for instance, to, you know, somebody swerves in. Yeah, to stay to, a Christian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to stay a Christian. But it, it happens, and, and you don't even have to use a curse word or a swear word or whatever the case might be, but it happens. You're a human being. I mean, that's yeah. how we were made. Um, I mean, some people, they just go overboard with their level of sins. But, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you you've got a little thing that, that this is I, I won't say inquisitiveness, but this little voice inside of you, um, the, of the voice of reasoning. Now that voice of reasoning, always I, I'm I'm a bad guy. I can't I can't do I can't do bad things because I've got this voice. Um, I will always have to this. Uh, yeah, I, I'd call it my little voice of reasoning. But uh, but I know it's uh, the Holy Spirit speaking to me. But at the end of the day, if I did something wrong, I can't go and sleep at night knowingly that. There's something, you know, between somebody and, or if I felt that if I offended this person, uh, I would try to fix it. And, and then they, their take on, on that wasn't even that at all. So, and that's why my discussion publicly on Christianity and, and, and why I mentioned that each relationship is, should be personal and people should read the Bible more to know all the answers because all the answers are in the Bible. That's just period. That's, that's it. Um, that's your, your life's manual. Uh, if you don't read that, it's like a manual for your vehicle. Uh, you're on the road to somewhere. You will get a fork somewhere in your life. One will lead to a hot place like Uppington, and the other place will <laughs> lead like a cold place to the Western Cape. So, so I mean, the, the, you will get that. Um, so, so, and and everything that people are, you know, the depression, the the the, the doubt, the worries, everything was stipulated in the Bible. I mean, you can go and read um, most of the stuff, uh, items, aspects, and, and, and it's a story. It, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see how different people got affected and how, how God intervened into their lives and mm. changed their whole world. Yeah, for the good or for the bad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the truth. Let's get to the song of yours. As a psalm for a boor. When we listen to the song now, it is Afrikaans, so it's a psalm for a farmer. <laughs> if you had to try and explain to us what it is that you want us to hear when we listen to your song. From my end, um, the lyrics of the song is there to support the farmers in their doubting days. Not really doubting days. Um, when times are tough and they feel down, they must just remember to keep on, keep on, on what they're doing. You can't order the weather. 
we know we'll find you on your knees being humble, um, you know, and then, and uh, this is just a, a, a song of hope and inspiration to the farmers during this drought times. All right. We're going to listen to the song. I also want to ask if people want to connect with you, follow you, where do they go? Socials, all of that. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I've got a Facebook page, obviously, um, Lo van den Jeffer, in brackets, Low Artist. Um, I've got an Instagram page as well. Um, I've recently updated my website. It's uh, za. so music, um, but in Afrikaans spelled, Um And then, obviously, I've got a, um, a WhatsApp and an email. So they more the listeners are more than welcome to reach out to me um, on my WhatsApp number. Uh, and all my emails. So my emails also in Afrikaans, like bookings, but in Afrikaans, besprekings at lowmusik.co.za. So it's besprekings at lowmusik.co.za. And then obviously my WhatsApp number is 073-226-8159. That's 073-226-8159. They can WhatsApp me also for booking uh, on this number as well. And then obviously with a song, um, I've got a brand new video. We, we co-released it. So um, the process on my end is also in the new video. Please go and watch the video. <laughs> Share it with all your friends uh, and, and tell me what you think about the video. What do you think about the song? We love the comments. Um, and then, yeah, that's about where the listeners can get hold of me. Lau van den Heefer. The song's called Pesalem Ferreboer.